And here we go. Here we go on this Monday. It is, what, today's the 20th. Am I correct in that? Is today the 20th, y'all? Crew, anybody? I think it's the 20th, yeah. Well, <laughs> and well, anyway, it is the 20th, I believe. And welcome to Real Talk Memphis uh, on a beautiful Monday evening. It was a very nice day today, by the way. Temperatures in the upper 60s. Expect highs in the 70s for the next few days as we head into the weekend. Might see a little rain between now and then, but uh, mostly very, very nice. So welcome in to the big broadcast. I hope that you uh, had a good week and a good weekend just passed. Uh, got out and enjoy yourself. Now, today, I'm to understand, uh, was a holiday, President's Day, I believe it was, and um, I don't know who was off uh, today. Uh, I know schools were in, and I know I had to work, and a lot of people did, but I guess the federal folks, uh, like the mail and, and some of the federal offices, might have been closed today. I know traffic wasn't too bad coming down here, so uh, we're in pretty good shape. But if you were off today, I hope that you enjoyed your day. Back at it tomorrow. So uh, we're going to have a pretty good show for you tonight. Uh, we're going to talk to several people who are going to educate us on a variety of uh, things. Uh, Lionel Cable uh, is going to be my first guest. He is the head of school for the New Hope Christian Academy, uh, also known as the best kept secret in Frazier. They've been around 25 years and are doing extraordinary work uh, in this community, uh, prepping our young folks for great success uh, down the road. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Looking forward to that. Uh, a little bit later, we will be speaking with Kevin Thomas. Kevin is the artistic director at Collage Dance Collective. Uh, and uh, he's going to talk about uh, what they have been up to and uh, some big uh, performances uh, coming down the road. They have a couple of big shows coming, uh, one in the spring, and I think, and another one in the fall. But most importantly, they are uh, really exposing our young people uh, to the world of dance. And that is, uh, you know, that's, that's a pretty big deal around here. So I look forward to speaking with him. And in the second half hour, we are going to uh, talk fitness and nutrition with our good friend uh, and expert, Dina Taylor, will be joining us uh, to talk a little bit about uh, how nutrition uh, can affect uh, how we think, how we act, and what we do on a daily basis. So that will be uh, an interesting conversation. So as we always do uh, this time of the show, but before we do that, uh, you might be asking yourself how you get this fine piece of radio broadcasting. I don't blame you, but you can do it a variety of ways. We are on live right now on 91.7 on your FM dial. That would be WYXR. We are also on the WYXR app. Uh, you can catch us on the TuneIn app live. Uh, we are on Facebook Live, and uh, you can catch us live on that right now as well. And uh, as the show uh, gets uh, to uh, post tomorrow, uh, you will be able to find us, as we are a podcast, wherever you get your podcast or whatever podcast platform you, you choose to use. And we will also be on YouTube. So a lot of ways to catch this, uh, this fine show, and we hope that you do that uh, as well. Uh, this is the part of the show where we celebrate you. Uh, I don't know if Lola has a birthday or two to mention tonight, but we celebrate you and, and your trip around the sun. And this is a special time. Birthdays are a special occasion once a year. So if you had one uh, yesterday or you have one today or sometime this week, this is where we shout you out. But I can't do that unless I say, Hit it, Bryn. So, taking a look at the birthdays on today, 
Happy birthday goes out to Marcus Fitzgerald Brown. I know he checks the show out occasionally. It's his birthday today. Uh, also, um, let's see here. Tanita Freeman celebrating a birthday today, as is Latanya McKay. Sharonda Walker celebrating her birthday today, as is Maxine Leggett. Ricky Wilkins and Angelica Burks. Happy birthday to each and every one of you. I hope it was a great day filled with love and laughter. And I hope that we're around next year to uh, witness and lay honor to your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Bryn. So uh, in the news and notes section of things, uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, First and foremost, we are mourning the loss of uh, Memphis Police Department officer Jeffrey Red. Uh, he was shot uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, at uh, responding to a scene at the Whitehaven Library. No, well, actually, it was the White Station Library uh, on Poplar. It was a couple of weeks back. The suspect was inside the library. Uh, when the officers responded, he did not comply, meaning the suspect. He did fire a shot uh, at Red, striking him uh, in the head. Uh, while his partner shot and killed the suspect uh, on the spot. Uh, Again, uh, that was two weeks ago. He succumbed to his uh, injuries yesterday. Uh, It's been eight years since uh, an officer has died in the line of duty for the Memphis Police Department. Um, He leaves a wife and three children. You know, again, we mourn the loss. Uh, We pray for his family, and we hope that his memory will always be a blessing. Uh, as uh, we move forward, many of you are familiar with what happened yesterday. Uh, it is being categorized as a mass shooting over in the Whitehaven area. 11 people were shot uh, early yesterday morning, uh, and one of them died. There were two locations involved in this. Uh, one of them was the live lounge in Whitehaven, where they found uh, several uh, uh, individuals shot. Uh, and then about a block away, they found uh, four or five more victims who had been shot. The police are relating these two uh, shootings. Uh, One individual has been arrested uh, for his involvement in this crime. Uh, Julius Freeman is his name, 21 years of age. Uh, He uh, turned himself in. He was arrested and charged with a whole host of offenses, including facilitation of second-degree murder. Now, he did admit to being the driver and also uh, giving uh, the shooter the gun at the first scene. Clearly a lot of questions involved in this. As of uh, this evening, five individuals are still in the hospital in critical uh, condition. Uh, They are looking for other suspects. This is an ongoing investigation. So once again, we're talking about um, being in the news uh, for not a very good reason. This is categorized as a mass shooting. I didn't think about that until I heard somebody mention it today. So it's very, very sad. Uh, Indeed, we're praying for uh, the individuals who were uh, uh, wounded in this shooting. uh, And uh, we hope that, uh, you know, they all uh, come out of this uh, alive, but they will never, ever uh, be the same again. So uh, once again, we talk about our city in not real glowing terms. Uh, As of today, there are three different requests for the United States Department of Justice to take a look at the, what is going on with the Memphis Police Department and now uh, the, uh, the sheriff's office who is over uh, the jail. On Friday, this past Friday, all of the five uh, now former police officers were in court. Uh, they all pled not guilty uh, to the charges. They'll be back, I believe, I want to say in March is uh, when the next uh, court uh, case happens. Benjamin Crump was in town uh, on Friday uh, talking about all of this. Once again, uh, this investigation uh, is uh, continuing. Uh, It is ongoing and active, according to uh, DA, uh, County DA Steve Mulroy. Um, I'm looking here uh, to see that there is, this is the Tyreek Nichols case, of course, uh, but now there is a uh, civil rights investigation being launched by the family of another individual. His name is Gershon Freeman. You may have heard of him. He died in custody in the Shelby County Jail in October after having an altercation uh, with the guards there. 
Um, you know, he uh, he was pronounced dead, uh, you know, at the scene in the jail. His family wants answers. His family wants justice. They have retained Ben Crump as well as their attorney. Uh, they are also asking the Department of Justice uh, to once again intervene uh, as this could be a civil rights investigation. Uh, the 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 other uh, investigation is really twofold, threefold in the Darius Nichols case. We heard that there could be as many as 15 to 20 officers that were involved in this. We only know about six uh, so far. There was a seventh name that we never heard any more about him. Two weeks ago, uh, they said that there were seven more officers uh, that, uh, that were facing administrative uh, discipline. We've not heard any more about that. The chief of police has been uh, eerily quiet for the last couple, three weeks in reference to making any comments uh, whatsoever. And now uh, the family of Darius Stewart, who was killed uh, in 2015 uh, in a confrontation with a law enforcement officer, uh, his family wants that case to be reopened and they want the district attorney to take a look at that to see uh, if it can possibly be Reopen. So there's a there's a lot going on with this. It's still unresolved. It's still unsettled. Uh, and uh, there are two videos now that we've uh, we're still waiting to see if we can see. Uh, there is more video in the uh, Tyree Nichols case that we have yet to see. Uh, and there is a surveillance video of what happened in the jail uh, to uh, Gershon uh, Freeman uh, as well. Uh, we've not seen that. Uh, the sheriff's office says they won't release it because their investigation, too, is active and ongoing. And let us not forget that Mayor Strickland has also asked for an independent and outside review of the Memphis Police Department. I said before that uh, as this thing started to unfold, we would start to see the direction of the hot spotlight shift uh, towards the police department. And it has directly shifted toward the police department. A lot of folks want to know uh, what is going on there in terms of the training, uh, the techniques going on there in terms of the entire culture of the police department. So stay tuned uh, as uh, this uh, continues to move forward. Uh, and uh, one final thing I want to say, uh, Jimmy Carter was the 39th president of these United States and uh, was more well-known after he left office than when he was in office because of the humanitarian efforts uh, and the heart that he had in particular with Habitat for Humanity. Uh, he worked tirelessly to help folks uh, achieve the American dream of owning a house. He built many of those houses as well. Uh, bless his heart, he's 98 years old. Uh, and uh, he made the decision over the weekend that uh, he was going to enter hospice care, uh, but he was going to do it at home, not in the hospital. He wanted to be at home with his loved ones, his family and his friends uh, to spend his last days. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, lift Jimmy Carter, our former president up in prayer, uh, you know, as he uh, is preparing uh, to take that final trip uh, uh, to the kingdom. He was uh, a beloved man uh, in this country uh, for his heart. And uh, he was not showy. He didn't do all these speeches that they do and command all this money. He wanted to help his fellow man and woman. And that is exactly what he did. He still lives in Plains, Georgia, uh, which is his childhood home. So God bless him. Uh, so on that note, we will take our first break of, uh, of the broadcast. When we come back, we're going to talk to Mr. Lionel Cable uh, from New Hope Christian Academy. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. You, of course, know who you are. Quick break. Right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. It's Real Talk. 
WYXR is supported by the Onstage at the Halloran Center season, presenting the Orchestra Unplugged Copeland Appalachian Spring on Friday, March 3rd. Robert Moody and members of the Memphis Symphony Orchestra bring you inside the minds and music of composers to discover connections and meaning to works of art. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. WYXR is supported by Shell Days Music Festival, presented by Mempho, April 21st and 22nd at Overton Park Shell. Shell Days will feature two days of music with Trampled by Turtles, Southern Avenue, Leftover Salmon, Neil Francis, Paul Thorne, and Bailey Bigger. More information at memphopresents.com. Like what you're hearing? WYXR is a listener-supported station. Help keep the sound of Memphis alive by donating at WYXR.org. WYXR is supported by the On Stage at the Halloran Center 2022-2023 season, which continues in downtown Memphis. Experience live entertainment with music, magic, and more, including the return of Orchestra Unplugged and the Songwriter Series events. More information and the full lineup at orpheum-memphis.com slash onstage. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Very happy to have you with us. First guest, uh, Lionel Cable, uh, head of school from New Hope uh, Christian Academy. Lionel. Hey, Chip. Yeah, this is me. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm just so sorry if we're having some technical difficulties. I can't hear you, but I can see you. Well, absolutely that. It's good to, it's good to that. Can you hear me now okay? Pretty good? Uh, yes, sir. As long as it's okay for me to hold my no, phone. No, you're doing fine. I don't know what happened, but, you know, this is technical stuff, and you know, it happens sometimes. But listen, welcome to the show. Uh, very happy to have you with us this evening. Uh, and uh, wanted to uh, have you on because, you know, uh, in the midst of uh, some of the dark darkness that we've seen of recent uh, uh, in our city, it's good to highlight uh, someone that has good news. And from what I'm to understand, uh, New Hope Christian Academy uh, is they is they is they uh, playfully call you the best kept secret in Fraser. Uh, you've been out there for 25 years uh, doing with you what you do in, in terms of the educational uh, aspects of our children. And so we wanted to celebrate that a little bit with you tonight. First of all, congratulations on all that you are doing uh, out there. You're really making a difference. What do you attribute uh, to the success of New Hope Christian Academy? Oh, boy, Chip. Um, I mean, I think it just boils down to uh, the, the faithfulness of, of the Lord. Um, you know, our, our story, it's absolutely amazing. I know we won't have time to get into it tonight, right. but... Uh, I think you're absolutely right. There's so much darkness in our city, um, and I think the light that we bring, one is the gospel uh, to our children, uh, but then also just teaching and learning, uh, you know, and we, we understand that those two things can certainly change the trajectory of a, of a family. Uh, so we're just grateful that we've had the opportunity to do all of that uh, for the past 25 years. It really is. It speaks to uh, uh, the commitment uh, that you said. Now, I, I did some uh, some background uh, uh, on on your school and I saw uh, some of the videos in particular. What touched me were the students uh, that that have been affected by uh, not only the camaraderie, the relationship, the relationship with God that goes along with all of this. And, and, and it really is something very, very special uh, about what you all do. And it seems to carry uh, with them, this is a lesson that they've started, you're in elementary school, and this is something that, uh, that carries with them uh, all the way through their formative years. Uh, talk about how important that is, because you have a very high success rate uh, in terms of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. 99%, you know, graduation rate, 70% of those children go to college um, and actually obtain their degree or, uh, you know, secondary education. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I believe what, I mean, just, we're, we're in elementary school. Uh, so we lay the foundation, obviously, through the gospel and high quality academics. Sure. But 
we walk alongside our families um, really from the age of three until we've got what's called an alumni and scholarship office. Um, and the ladies that work in that particular office come alongside the families mm-hmm. uh, from the very beginning all the way through to the finish line. And the, for us, we don't dictate what that finish line is. Um, we're, uh, we understand that the children are uh, created in God's image and, you know, the goals that their parents have set forth for them, but then also, you know, what the Lord wills for them. We just come alongside them to support them, whether that's knocking down uh, any obstacles or barriers to, for them to cross that finish line, whether that's academic support, uh, reaching out to uh, other entities to connect families with if there are issues there that get in the way really of that that child mm-hmm. crossing the finish line. Because we understand um, that what we offer at New Hope can absolutely change the trajectory of a family. You know, you're in an area that, uh, you know, has had its, its share of, of, of struggle, uh, but you have managed to, to overcome that. Uh, there are also, also um, I would imagine, uh, uh, some financial uh, issues in terms of, uh, of, of the education of a lot of these young people, but you help them uh, overcome that as well. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so our tuition is on a sliding scale. Uh, so the least the family could potentially pay is $40 a month. Um, you know, our tuition is 12500 per year, okay. uh, but no family pays that. Uh, you know, and as a matter of fact, 83% of the revenue that comes through the doors, it's through donations. Uh, so our tuition, you know, what we charge and the amount that's extended to families nowhere near covers the cost to educate. Uh, we've got great friends and a support network that's come alongside us for the past 25 years to make sure our doors remain open. That is in itself, uh, you know, an, an, an amazing story. And, and again, you said you start them uh, at, at three years of age. What 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 is that? I, I, clearly that's preschool, but I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, any academics or the beginning of learning, you know, what does that entail uh, with, a, with a three-year-old? Yeah, uh, with a three-year-old, I think what's what's important, first of all, is for them to learn to acclimate socially. Uh, so our curriculum is play-based, um, but there's also math and reading and the sciences that's integrated inside of all of that. Um, so for us, it's laying that foundation because we understand mom and dad may not be able to come alongside or they might be busy, um, you know, working and trying to make ends meet. So for us, we want to lay that foundation the preschool level so that once they're launched into our SK, which is kindergarten and beyond, the children are going to be successful. I think that's why our success rate is just so high uh, because we just lay that that really solid foundation when the children are at the age of three and four. I don't think people really grasp uh, what you said earlier in reference to uh, as they get older uh, and go through high school, uh, a graduation rate percentage of 99%. Lionel, that is, mm-hmm. that is, that is, I mean, that's almost unheard of uh, these days uh, in terms of, of that. And, and uh, I guess on, on a daily basis, you know, as you sit back and look and, and assess uh, your, your, you know, your, your program and, and, and your teaching uh, and their learning capabilities, uh, you have to be a bit in awe of that yourself. Uh, are you not in terms of that? That is, that's extraordinary. I mean, I really am. You know, something that I know is that regardless of income, where a child comes from, uh, you know, all parents want better for their child, sure. regardless. Sure. Uh, so for us, you know, I've got a group of great teachers, I mean, who bend over backwards every single day uh, just to provide that high quality experience and education for the kids. Um, you know, our graduation rate is actually 99.8%. One young lady uh, over our 25 year history who's not crossed the finish line, but we know who she is and we're working to get her there. Uh, but again, it just goes back to laying that foundation and then support. You were recently uh, celebrated uh, and recognized by the uh, city council uh, for Mm -hmm. 25 years of excellence uh, in education uh, by uh, Councilwoman uh, Michael Lynn uh, Easter Thomas, who uh, is also a teacher, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, again, and you were very humble in in, in receiving the the proclamation and and the award. But but again, uh, it is an example of what can be done uh, when people are committed and, and, and people are focused and, and you clearly have a, a great support, 
unit, not only uh, with uh, uh, your, your your parents, the parents of the children, your faculty and staff, and even the community, but it takes all of that, doesn't it, to be as successful as you all are? Absolutely. Uh, you know, so the children just aren't dropped off at our door. Um, I mean, there's a lot of support that actually happens in the background from mm. the philanthropic community to uh, volunteers and even parents. Um, you know, we don't want the parents to go through this, this um, you know, alone with their child because it does take a village. I mean, you're absolutely right. Our success rate is high is because everyone gets their hands dirty, um, you know, for every child that walks through those doors to make sure that that child um, understands, one, they're created in uh, you know God's image, but then also um, that they are going to be successful. Well, listen, man, I, I'm just, I, I, I am in awe of uh, what all of you do on a daily basis to provide such a, a foundation of education for, for our young people who so desperately need it. And again, uh, provide this ray of uh, hope and sunshine, uh, you know, on, on even the cloudiest of days. And I just want to congratulate you uh, and your faculty and your staff and, and everyone who's associated with uh, New Hope Christian Academy for the work that you've done. Uh, please, please keep it up and, and, we, and know that we're really proud of what you're doing. Chip, thank you so much, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on with you tonight. Well, listen, man, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking down the road. I want to keep in touch and, and, and uh, you know, as you continue moving forward uh, in this process. But thank you so much for being on the show, man. We'll talk, we'll talk down the road. Yes, sir. Thank take, you. Yes, sir. Take care. Uh, now, that's uh, a good news story, ladies and gentlemen, and that's how you start a broadcast. Uh, Lionel Cable, he is the head of school for New Hope. Christian Academy, and uh, as he said uh, before, he's the best kept secret uh, in Fraser, but but not for long. Uh, they continue to uh, excel and exceed all expectations. Congratulations to each and every one of them out there. Great start to the broadcast tonight. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk a little dance right here on the Monday edition of Real Talk Memphis. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is community radio. So why not help us spread our sound through the community? Be a part of our growth by sharing our station and our mobile app with a friend. Visit us at WYXR underscore Memphis on social and tag your closest pals. Let someone you love know about 91.7 FM. It's easy. Our sound is made just for you. So let's make it louder. Are you interested in sponsoring the show and want to support WYXR at the same time? To find out how, email us at sponsorships at WYXR.org. This is Clarkport Keys with Crosstown Brewing Company. WYXR is supported by Crosstown Brewing Company's CBC Classic Golf Tournament on Saturday, April 1st at the Links at Galloway. A portion of the proceeds will benefit WYXR. More information available at crosstownbeer.com. Hey, I'm Will from Crosstown Brewing Company. We support WYXR 91.7 FM. A favorite beer is just like a favorite song. We feel something new every time we encounter them. Cheers to playing the hits and tasting the notes. WYXR doesn't go to sleep at night. We keep the music moving. Memphis music, that is. When our DJs clock out, our automation clocks in with music right from our community. Produced, performed, and written by Memphians, or in Memphis. Some are hits, and some are rarely heard, but they all tell the story of one of the world's greatest music cities. Visit wyxr.org for playlist and scheduling information. Email submissions at wyxr.org to let us hear your Memphis music. We may just Like what it. you're hearing? WYXR is a listener-supported station. Help keep the sound of Memphis alive by donating at wyxr.org. Do you want 
want to place your company in front of Memphis cultural consumers and influencers, how about interacting with them in a meaningful way? WIXR's second annual stereo sessions at the Memphis Listening Lab is back. We are looking for sponsors to support WIXR's exploration of unsung albums from the musical history of Memphis. For more information, email us at sponsorships at wyxr.org. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Very happy to have you with us wherever you are out there. Uh, our next guest is uh, not a stranger to the broadcast. We've had him on before. Uh, he is the artistic director of a very impressive uh, dance group called Collage Dance Collective here uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. He is Kevin Thomas. And Kevin, uh, it's good to see you again, sir. Uh, welcome back to Real Talk. Thank you, Chip. It's great to be back. And although it's virtual, but it's great to be back. <laughs> Absolutely, now we can see, yeah, exactly, no no doubt about that. We can see you and you can see us and the Zoom is, is performing admirably tonight. So listen, really happy to have you on the show. You're a busy guy, man. You're traveling all the time and, 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 and doing this and that and everything else. You recently had a show here uh, this is Black History Month, and and I believe uh, it was it was dedicated uh, to the month, and you were celebrating uh, some of the accomplishments of, of 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 some of our folks. Tell us a little bit about uh, that performance just passed. Well, rises are owed to Black History Month. Um, our rise tells the stories of those who have come before and after, who have created you know, pathways and opportunities for us as a community. Mm -hmm. That RISE likes to highlight our accomplishments and also highlights our stories, stories about us, yes. about our community, our lives, our past, the good and the bad, what has, you know, inspired us to be even better, or even to highlight what we need to be thinking about as a people. And we do that all through ballet telling this story all through using ballet to tell this story. You know, it's interesting, you know, what you just said. You're telling a story, but you're also teaching a story, uh, in particular to these young performers. Uh, and, and, and that in and of itself uh, has to be, uh, you know, extraordinarily important, uh, you know, as well, you know, to them because you're actually teaching them history uh, of their own people. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like one of the ballets we just did is uh, we call it Rise the Ballet, and it's actually Dr. Martin Luther King's, it's to his last speech he gave, mm -hmm. mountaintop speech mm -hmm. in Memphis. So we use his actual last speech. We use music by Jonathan Kirksey and, um, and Kirk Smith, their original composition music. They're both Memphians. Mm -hmm. We use that music, we add it to we place it with the word speech and our ballet connected to it. And we tell the story of his Dr. Martin Luther King's speech, his hope, his, you know, all that he wanted to tell us and for us to envision. And it's great to hear it and then to see it on stage. And yes, it is a great lesson for our young ones, but also for us older ones to remember why we're here. You know, sometimes exactly. we forget. Exactly. We need to remember what went on. Uh, but uh, I know you have a couple of, of big shows coming up, but I really want to talk about uh, the advent of, uh, you got me okay? You got me okay? Okay. I really want to talk about the advent of the school and how important it is, you know, to teach our black youngsters or give them the opportunity to learn dance, uh, you know, here in our city. This is a very, very big deal. And and I know that you are getting more and more uh, interest uh, in our young people uh, to find out about the world of dance. Talk about that a little bit. Yes. Well, at our conservatory, 
Um, we have 400 kids in the conservatory and we teach another 400 in community engagement programming around the city. Now, you know, the one thing about ballet, the history of ballet, because, you know, ballet is 400 years old. Oh, That's okay. the history of ballet. And, okay. you know, it has always been something that our community has been kept out of. You know, ballet has purposely, you know, been, what's the word, um, you know, very nar narrow-minded. Mm. And our mission here is to make ballet um, open it up to everybody. And that's what we've done, especially to black and brown people because of the opportunities that ballet can bring. There are a lot of, you know, schools here, such as Hutchison, um, um, Lausanne. Lausanne has a ballet program where all the men are taking ballet because it helps them in the sports. Mm -hmm. You know, um, St. Mary's, they have a, a ballet program. I mean, ballet is great for academics. It really helps students with their focus, discipline, the passion. So here, what we're doing at the school is we're making this possible for our kids to get this kind of training and it's working. I mean, I have students that because they're studying here have been offered scholarships to great institutions like Houston Ballet, Amazing. Um, Boston Ballet, yeah. Um, yeah. going to SUNY Purchase. So, I mean, there's so much opportunity, especially for boys in ballet. It's amazing. It really is, and 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 it is a it is a true success story. Before I let you go, uh, I know you have a couple of performances coming up. Can you let our, our audience know what you have coming coming up in terms of dance and how they can uh, you yes. know purchase tickets? So our spring season is coming up, April 29th and April 30th. If any of you have ever read the book by Zora Neale Hurston, their eyes were watching God. We've created the ballet. To that oh, famous wow. book. Oh wow! Okay. So it's going to be a big thing. A completely. This has never been done before, and we're doing it here in Memphis. So we're excited. New sets, original music, costumes here at the Cannon Center. And it's going to be when April twenty eighth and 29th, Did you say April 29th and April thirtieth? That's a Saturday and a Sunday. Okay. And and if they want to get tickets, how do they go about doing that? You can go to our website, go to collagedance.org, and you can, you'll see the tickets are right there. Or you can call us, look us up, 901-800-1873, um, call in and get all the information. Kevin Thomas, Artistic Director for the Collage Dance Collective. Thank you, sir, for coming on the show. Thank you for what you are doing for our young people, providing them hope uh, for a bright future in dance. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate you, and we look forward to having you on the show again down the road. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate this. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Take good, good, take Take good care of yourself. <laughs> I'm trying okay. to take out. All right. Yeah. All, right. all right. We'll talk to you, sir. Uh, Kevin Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, artistic director for the Collage Dance Collective, giving us uh, some some real great information. Now, listen, if you uh, have a child who's interested uh, in the uh, the, the, the uh, area of ballet, uh, whether it be a boy or a girl, uh, you need to give them a call, the Collage Dance Collective, because uh, they are uh, doing some great things in our city. Okay, so we're going to take our final break. And when we come back, we're going to talk uh, fitness and nutrition with our expert, Ms. Dina Taylor. This uh, is Real Talk Memphis for a Monday evening. I am Chip. We will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Do you want to place your company in front of Memphis cultural consumers and influencers? How about interacting with them in a meaningful way? 
WIXR's second annual stereo sessions at the Memphis Listening Lab is back. We are looking for sponsors to support WIXR's exploration of unsung albums from the musical history of Memphis. For more information, email us at sponsorships at wyxr.org. You're listening. But are you in the know? The WYXR Weekly Newsletter is the best source for keeping up with events at WYXR, whether they are happening on our airwaves, behind the scenes, or out in the community. Log on to newsletter.wyxr.org to sign up for our mailing list and keep yourself in the loop. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And, and welcome back uh, to the big broadcast. Uh, if you're anything like me, uh, and I certainly hope not, uh, you know, you don't take as uh, seriously as you should uh, nutrition and, and, and things like that. But thank goodness we have our expert back with us. There she is, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Dina Taylor uh, joining us. Uh, as I said, she is a fitness and nutrition expert. Hi, Dina. Hey, Chip. How you doing? I'm doing well. I know you've been uh, pretty busy these days uh, doing some uh, setting up for some other events you got going on. So I'm very happy that you took a few minutes to, to visit with us tonight here on Real Talk Memphis. Uh, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about how food uh, impacts, uh, you know, our, our, our daily activities in terms of our of our brain matter. That's 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 very important. And you say there's a connection to everything in terms of this. So I'm going to let you go ahead and, and share some information. About for that. sure thank you chip yeah there is a gut and brain connection a gut and brain so, connection okay yeah there is an axis that goes from our gut to our brain so whatever we eat that also affects our mind our brain and our thoughts and our cognitive function so um unhealthy diet people who eat a lot of fast foods or those foods that are rich in sugars, you know how I feel about those refined sugars. Yes, uh, I do. Chips. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those uh, deteriorate the brain and the thought processes. So if you're having issues with, like, I can't remember things or your memory or your focus, you can't stay focused, and it's very difficult for you to remember things, then you need to look at your diet because you're possibly eating unhealthy foods that's causing that gut connection to the brain to lose some of that thought process and that memory you need to get to more of a whole food diet plan with those foods that have nutrients in it that's going to fuel the brain and the body function like um those would be your grains your high fiber foods your greens anything that's grown from the earth of course you know um and try to minimize as much processed foods as you possibly can. So if you can minimize that processed food, and of course, you know, I'm going to say, uh, get rid of the processed food and the refined sugar. But another one, and, and you probably know this, Chip, because I'm an advocate for this, that really helps with that brain and that focus and the thought process are the mushrooms. Yeah, you you you're really big. You're really big on the mushrooms. What is it about mushrooms that that, that adds so much positive uh, to a person's uh, diet and life? Particularly the lion's mane mushroom, but you can also you you'll get into and like I drink my um, mushroom coffee, and for those who have <laughs> dementia or they have focus issues then the mushroom has got to be key for that because it helps to connect that gut and that brain for better cognitive function. And particularly the lion's mane mushroom works for that. I had someone the other day and I recommended them to take a lion's mane supplement and you can get that at any Whole Foods market or you can get it in the powder form. So, Very good. So that's that's for cognitive function, the lion's mane? Is yes, it? for cognitive function, memory, Focus. So if you're feeling like you, you can't really just remember the daily things in yeah. your job or yeah. you're forgetting things yeah. left and right, like, oh, I forgot my keys or I don't know where I did with this or I forgot that I had a meeting. 
then that would be something that you would want to do. You can add in the lion's mane, either the capsules or the tincture or tonic in order to help you with your thought process. That's very interesting. Uh, you, you mentioned a minute ago, and I, I, I want to go back to it. You mentioned you drink mushroom coffee. Yes, I drink mushroom coffee. I mean, where do you get where, where do you get that from? I mean, where does that come from? Um, you can order it. You actually, I ordered it online. Um, of course, places like Amazon. Um, you can also find it at like a Whole Foods market. There's a variety of brands that have yeah. different um, mushroom varieties in it. That's good for energy, stamina, focus, um, cognitive function. Like I said, you'll have the lion's mane in there, the reishi, the cordyceps, the turkey tail, the maitake. So there's a variety of different mushrooms that's in it that all work together to help not only heal the gut, but also for that cognitive function, memory, focus, and thought process. Two, two things I know you don't like. One is uh, processed sugar. We've had more than one conversation about that. And uh, also uh, 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 the salt intake, which, uh, which a lot of us do. Guilty, guilty. Okay. <laughs> Bad though, right? Bad. Bad. Not bad. good. We know, we know it's bad because that sodium is going to help. It's going to increase the blood pressure. Um, it's going to cause inflammation. So those processed foods, as well as the salty foods, cause inflammation on the brain. That is what's causing the thought processes to be on haywire because the brain is inflamed. It's releasing these various hormones that causes inflammation in your brain, particularly the hypocampus. So if you're having an inflammation in the hippocampus, in this area of your brain, then it's going to be difficult for you to remember just the simple things in your life. So you don't want to do salt intake because the salt intake is going, or high salt intake, should I say, is going to increase that inflammation on your brain as well as other parts of your body, increases high blood pressure. And we know we're in Heart Health, heart health Month, right. which is February. Right. So we know high blood pressure is a risk factor for heart disease so we don't want to get into that because that's a whole nother issue so we want to decrease as many risk factors when it comes down to the number one killer which is heart disease and of course like we're talking about today we want to uh, decrease those refined sugars those unhealthy processed foods and we want to increase those uh whole foods those fiber foods and of course like i always say the mushrooms are very good for that there really is, you know, a lot to this in, in, in terms of, uh, of of the connective tissue of a lot of different things, uh, you know, is that we eat in our diet and things like that. Now, you're a vegan. Am I correct? Are you? Well, I would say plant-based. Okay. Um, I don't eat meat at all. I don't eat eggs, cheese, No meat, or milk. no eggs, no cheese, no milk. No. All right. But I do honey. You do honey. Okay. But, you're, but, but you are plant-based. Though, yes, in in, in terms of that, so and there are differences. I don't know how much time we got. How much time we got left in the in this? Huh? Okay, okay. Uh, I want I want to know um, uh, uh, the differences because I think there may be some confusion with people as to you know what is I know plant based. I know what that is, but there's vegetarian, there's vegan, and then there's uh, like carnivores like myself. But 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 go back to the other two and, and and describe what the differences are in terms of that. Yeah, there's a variety of different types of people who eat different types of ways. And I always tell people, do what's best for you. Our goal is if you're on medications to try to pull away from that. So plant-based may be the first option. Um, plant-based is making sure that you're eating those foods that are directly from plants, that that's your basis for your meals, is that they're plant-based meals. Then you have vegetarian. The vegetarian meals are a little bit different. You'll have the cheese, you'll have eggs, um, this may be easier for people to wean themselves off of other foods at this point because you're vegetarian. You're not eating meat, but you're still having your dairy products. And you can, of course, have your honey. Then your vegan eliminates all of that. So the vegan takes away the dairy. And the dairy is, is causes a lot of inflammation. It can cause bloating. It can cause eczema. The cheese, the dairy. Then you have the eggs. So that takes all of that away. The vegan doesn't even eat any honey. So anything that derives from any type of animal, vegan doesn't eat it. So if you're looking at your package and you see milk, it was processed in a milk factory or it has milk in it, then vegan says no. Mm -hmm. Some people may go pescatarian, 
Now, the pescatarian is those who eat fish. You may still want to have your baked fish or your, um, um, I would say, uh, broiled, baked, um, not fried. <laughs> but you may still want to have your fish or your seafood. Mm -hmm. That's the pescatarian. Okay. So your red snapper, your salmon, those healthier, uh, high-end fish you want to eat. Of course, sardines, mackerel, all of that would be good in the omega-3s and the omega-6 fatty acids, which is also good for brain function. So fish is not bad for all of this. From what um, I'm fish getting, is what you're not saying. bad yeah, um, for good. all purposes. And I pretty much say um, if you can get it um, farm-raised uh, or wild-caught, you know, you want to get those good, the good fish like the red snapper those are going to be high in the salmon the sardines the mackerel high in the omega-3 fatty acids because that is what feeds the brain the brain function needs those omega-3 fatty acids so that's going to be good to have with that if you don't then you can always take a supplement for it if you don't eat pescatarian or fish like i don't well this is uh this has been uh, quite enlightening and of course for me irritating as well uh <laughs> just simply because of how I eat uh but but <laughs> but you but you've done a wonderful job of explaining all of this and I hope that there's somebody out there uh who is listening and going hmm but if they want to find out more from you or, or want to ask you a question I'm sure there's there's a few places I know Facebook is one place they they can reach you but how can they how can they uh hook in with you if they have any questions uh uh, about you know anything related to nutrition or anything else oh wonderful yeah you can always email me the misfitnessdiva at gmail.com um that is the easiest way to get in contact with me is sending me an email and you can always find me on social media uh dina d taylor i on facebook as well as on instagram you'll be able to find me on both places well, listen, dear heart, it is good to see you again, and uh, we're going to do this on a, on, a, on a regular basis every month. We're going to have you back, and we're going to talk about uh, different things that can help, uh, you know, us uh, improve our, our lifestyle and, and everything else. So thank you for coming on tonight. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much, Chip, for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you in just a few more weeks, okay? All right. All right. Take care. Have a great night. Have a good evening. All right. Uh, so that wraps up the broadcast tonight. And uh, I hope that uh, you all uh, got uh, out of it, uh, what we tried to put into it uh, on Facebook Live and elsewhere. And as Bryn plays us out, uh, it is, uh, you know, a, a real privilege to be here every week. I, I, I truly enjoy this. Oh, and uh, before we do go, uh, I have a program note. We are scheduled to have uh, Shelby County Clerk Wanda Halbert. Uh, joining us next week on this broadcast. Uh, she's back in the news again. Uh, one of our uh, state representatives, Mark White, uh, is uh, trying to make it easier for her position to be recalled for whatever reason. Um, uh, instead of the 15% uh, of uh, registered voters having to sign a petition, uh, he wants to reduce that to one. It is already passed the subcommittee, and so he's trying to move this along. So long and difficult story but we will have Wanda Halbert uh, next week on this broadcast to uh, share her thoughts about what is going on uh, in reference to the uh, county clerk's office uh, so listen uh, once again a very I can't hear the theme but but but, but once again very happy to have you uh, with us tonight uh, and uh, I hope again that you truly enjoy the show if you like what we're doing please reach out to your friends and your colleagues and your family members uh, and let them know about Real Talk Memphis, uh, 6 to 7 p.m. Mondays, uh, Central Time, uh, right here from Memphis, Tennessee. It's an hour worth of time, I promise you that. Thank you all for continuing to watch us and support us and encourage us. And uh, for Bryn, for Nicole, and for Lola, I'm Chip, and we're out. You have a super week. <laughs>